0: redmond are the thong slappers they're two blokes making lots of noise but getting nowhere fast well good day everyone it's simo and welcome to our thong slappers short story series we call to the 60 number 25 is called badge of honor bit of a story about me finally losing my shit about people disrespecting chef badges we hope you enjoy it badge of honor written by simon major Simon schooled some
1: youngins about a time when running a chev badge on your Holden didn't necessarily make you a wanker. Thankfully, it's not often that I have to work a Saturday. I freaking paid my dues on that score as a young bloke with years of weekend and shift work. But when the boss offered me some overtime hours to knock over some paperwork, I figured, why not? The extra coin helps buy car stuff. And anyway... The place is like a ghost town on a Saturday so lunch breaks last twice as long. To ease the pain of a weekend start, I thought I'd drive my Disturbia valiant panel van in for a change. I play my car obsessed cards pretty close to my chest at work. The two somethings that work in the shed next door just think I'm a boring 40 something who drives my normal 70s era daily because my life has plateaued. Their initial response to my van is to call it a wagon, which is fairly common. But they showed some interest, so I take the time to answer their questions. Sure, their preference in cars might be a couple of decades newer in the cycle, as befits their age, but I always check out the latest round of mods they've done to their rides. A tough SVE Commodore Ute and an R33 Skyline, so it was nice to have that reciprocated. Their questions turned to what cars I loved back in the 80s, so I dutifully fire up Google to search pictures that will tell a thousand words. You know, to do my part in assisting the visual generation. Soon, images of Greg Carlson's and silly WB ute, Rob Beauchamp's Alex Tirana and Mick Curran's Terminator HQ fill the screen, along with the V12 powered Jag rear-end Alleycat HJ panel van. Street Machine Zone HQ for you, and last but definitely not least, Wayne Pagel's Black HT Monaro Gas 69. The last two cars produce a scoff from both, followed by Master Commodore's serious, abate innocent comment, so wankers put Chev badges on Holden back then too. Could have heard a pin drop after they came out, but the silence is quickly broken by my deafening "What? Step aside, Bruce Banner, and paint me green, because it's my turn to be the goddamn Hulk." And I might be smiling, but both young blokes know my tide has just turned. "Fucking wash your mouth out with soap," I fire back rather hypocritically, considering my expletive-heavy choice of words. It's not even close to being the same as putting a Chev badge on a Commodore. Bagging that out on a chrome bumper Holden is not even in the same fucking list. His hands go up in defense of his naivety, and I calm down just enough to explain that a Chev badge on an old school Holden, especially the high-end cars I was showing them, was worn with pride, was to be respected, sometimes feared, but definitely not ridiculed like the one on your mate's VT with... Then I spot a similar thread on Instagram the same bloody afternoon. Some on bagging out another H-Team and R-R-O at a recent car show because of its Chevy grill badge. It's clear to me that some people need an urgent lesson in old school 101. Has the passage of time and explosion of social media really dulled the understanding and acceptance of our street machine history? It's not just the young either. I see older folk getting on with the same bandwagon too, who have either conveniently or genuinely forgotten the roots of our sport. In the 90s, my mate and I had a massive respect for the cars built in the 60s, 70s and 80s and would often pore over old magazines to reminisce and learn about old streetcars, drag cars or show cars, many of which had already become lost to time. Why? Because we had a genuine passion for the people and the styles have, that has gone before us, along with a thirst for knowledge and a desire to know what on earth we were talking about. We understood that we hadn't started the fire, it was just our turn to keep it alight. We sure as hell didn't want to open our mouths before we knew the fact. There were plenty of other ways to look like an idiot. Knowledge is the key here. There are too many outlets available nowadays to belittle something or someone before you've got your facts straight. As for using the old "everybody is entitled to an opinion," well, sure, but that doesn't have to be justified being rude or having no fucking clue. For the record, I personally don't have an issue with a Chev badged Commodore. In brackets. Though I do enjoy the Hitler reaction to Chev Badges on Commodore's clip that you'll find on YouTube, brackets. I am more for people building cars the way they want. It's a sad state of affairs if people won't fit one for the fear of upsetting the masses. But I thought, and maybe I am the naive one here, the difference between you and old thinking would be obvious. The importance of a Chev Badge on an old school car is key knowledge that needs to be taught to subsequent generations. If you don't know why it's important do yourself a favour and hunt down a few old copies of Street Machine magazines from the 80s and 90s. 1986 is my favourite year. They'll teach you everything you need to know about how we got to where we are now and lessen the chance of you looking like a fool by going off half-cock.
0: So there you go. I hope it's not just me who gets annoyed by this whole ridiculous old school to new school hate thing, but maybe it is. Who friggin' knows? Look, we appreciate you joining us and I hope you will come back to listen to episode 31, which will be out next week. All right. Thank you.